What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode 12, I believe, of Playconomics Plus, your weekly extra dose of financial context and industry insights behind your favorite industry. That's the games industry. I'm one of your hosts, Bobby Kowecki, joined with me today on this beautiful May morning. May 1st, Matt. How the hell did that happen? We blinked. It's so nice. Here's, here's what happened, folks. Matt was here on January 1st in my apartment. <laughs> I blinked. It is now one third through the second quarter of 2022. How that happened, I have no earthly idea. Yeah, we're burning through 2022. It's okay. Time is a fleeting concept of which I have more and more fear every day. But you know what I'm not scared of, Matt? Game developers buying other companies. Us getting acquired by Tencent. It'll never happen. Us personally? Us personally, yeah, the U.S. Um, today's episode is a little, a little easy breezy, fun one. As Matt sips his coffee, and I sip my <coughs> iced coffee. Just iced coffee. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke and say I'm drinking straight Cafe Patron, but <laughs> iced coffee. Um, there's a lot of acquisitions going on. Personally, I'm not a fan of it. I think leave everybody the hell alone. But if this is the game we're playing. Let's play. Let's play. Let's play. Let's see who should get acquired, who should be acquired next. So Matt and I are going to go through a list here of really <clears throat> rational, actually thought out mergers and acquisitions that could take place. Papa John should buy Nintendo, but we're going to save that. That's next week's episode. <laughs> That's next week's episode. And you think we're kidding. We're not. That is no. I'm going to put a full pitch deck together as if I'm Papa John's on why we should buy Nintendo. So, Matt, your first M&A, merger and acquisition, that you think <clears throat> should occur within the game space. Let it rip. All right, so this one is, and sorry, I have the notes on my phone today, actually. Unacceptable. Uh, I'm going to start off with a Microsoft purchase, as per Sh- usual. Shocker, everyone. As per yeah. usual. I will let you know that none of them going after this are Microsoft. But I want, Microsoft to purchase Crystal Dynamics. Why? Two reasons. One, three reasons, and one of them is a fake reason that only applies to me personally. One, it's rumored that we're getting a new Perfect Dark. I think they put out like it some is, type it of is. And random... Crystal Dynamics is being hoard out to work on it. Yes. Yeah. But... Perfect Dark is is close. Is it's an Xbox exclusive. But it's an, the most underdeveloped exclusive I think the world has ever seen. Like, Gears got, like, six games. Perfect Dark got an N64 two, two. game. And then the Xbox 360 one. And then an Xbox 360 game that made it exclusive. <clears throat> and the fact that that game is not getting more love and appreciation as not only a really good story-based shooter, but also a great arena shooter absolute war crime so one i need them for that because well I they're need... already on that so do you think so hold on let's let's actually take a step back and rationally yeah. discuss this point because the initiative because microsoft is so good at running studios microsoft mm-hmm. is so good at running big budget ips that they're like hey 
we have got this so buttoned up. Why don't we bring in a company from a completely other developer to work on this? You, you see about this on uh, all the time. Not. Yeah. Uh, I'm being facetious in I every know. way. Um, I think if Perfect Dark hits, then maybe. But I don't think, based on how it's going, Perfect Dark is in any kind of good shape. It's not. And the problem is because they don't have a dedicated in-house developer on it. Well, they did, except that in-house developer was shitting the bed. Yeah, and they made Perfect Dark 360, which was comparatively to the original Perfect Dark, terrible. Um, But I am glad that they are working on it. And second, I would like them to bring Tomb Raider to an Xbox exclusive. And I would like to preface this point with one, I don't actually like console exclusives i think in general they're bad for the gaming industry besides drumming up console war drama and being in the news and because of that getting more people interested in a system and i don't like mergers and acquisitions which the premise of this whole episode like bobby said in the beginning was it's happening anyway we might as well have a little fun with it but we do want to make sure that we get across to our viewers that we're not proponents of Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo being the only three games in town. Yeah, Yeah, it's really important that these games get the freedom of being independent developers without Microsoft as soon as they shoot out one good game or work on one good project. Like, cool, here's a billion. Come here. You're ours now. Um, I want to see Tomb Raider as an Xbox exclusive. I think... It can be the comparison to Uncharted. Well, they, I... they they kind of were tit and tat, right? So like Tomb yeah. Raider for a while was kind of on the back burner, and then Uncharted came out, and then Uncharted 2 came out, and then Uncharted 3 came out, and then, you know, they were like, oh, you guys, uh, you guys like, um... You guys like Tomb Raider shit now, but it's a, it's a dude. Okay, well, here's Tomb Raider again. Yeah little little more grounded version of Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. I could see this happening. I think, you know, Tomb Raider, despite not being in the public consciousness for a while, Tomb Raider was, to me, is a PlayStation-associated brand. When I think Tomb Agreed. Raider, I think PlayStation. So that's a pretty good get for them, right? That being said, I, I would give the chances of this happening 4 so, out of 10. 4 out of 10. Yeah, I, uh, to be honest, like in all realistic, like in all realism, I was giving it like a six out of ten of happening. Where just no, I guess a five because I would say it's just as likely it happens as it does. No, no. Now that I'm talking it through and like discussing what the five out of ten would mean, I think you're right. I think a four out of ten is spot on. I think it's a could potentially happen, but not likely. Correct. I, I think especially considering how Square Enix is involved, like they're loaning yeah. Crystal Dynamics out, yeah. but they're in a second party. But like, yeah, there's a lot of fingers in that pie, if you know what I'm saying, Matt. But there's you know one... what I'm saying. You know what and I'm saying. doing research for there's this show. There's a whole show... fist in that pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing research for the show. So I was doing research for this episode and our future episode, which we discussed earlier regarding papa john's buying nintendo yeah yeah and things of that sort it's crazy to just see how many people actually own things versus things being independently owned 
lot of things come back and are just owned by the same company. And you're like, oh, I thought they were a competitor. No, 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 no. They want you to think they're a competitor. But my last reason I want them to get Crystal Dynamics is personal and I think will only apply to me, and we've mentioned it on previous episodes, is that Crystal Dynamics was the last person to work on Gex the Gecko. And Next topic. <laughs> Gex the Gecko needs to be an Xbox exclusive and will be the driving force of Game Pass. What's your first one, Bobby? My first one is a kind of a half measure here. I will believe that Sony, with little to no financial effort, could pick up the phone tomorrow Yep. And say, hey, Konami, you You're guys speak this into existence. You guys are doing a lot over there in Japan. You got your health spas, you got your pachinko machines. What is the number for us to have Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill, and Castlevania? You can keep Pez, you can keep Pro Evolution Soccer. We just want those three. And we just want you to never have anything to do with them again, and we will restore their glory. I was gonna because I'm like briefly looking through Konami's library, and I'm thinking to myself, what would they actually really, really want from here that I see bleed PlayStation? And it's exactly those three. So if you're gonna like dumb it down to those three specifically, then yes, I think this makes sense for and here is the thing. Here is the thing. Obviously, there's been hubbub for a long time that we're getting Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, ground up remake. Metal, I'll believe it when I see it, right? Yep. I think the boon here is Silent Hill because you've got, no, I wouldn't say exclusivity, but I at this point associate Resident Evil as a PlayStation brand. Okay. All the brand, they have, they have marketing exclusivity where every time you see a commercial for Resident Evil, it's a PlayStation logo that flashes before it, right? For you to also have Silent Hill, you, you've now got the horror space, which is something that gets slept on a lot, mm -hmm. on lockdown. What do That's you think fair. about that? I, I do agree that the, the only way... And it wasn't an exclusive. I was th For some reason, in my mind, Bioshock was an Xbox exclusive. It was for a bit of time, and then it came. I think it was a year exclusivity because I first played it okay. on Xbox. Gotcha. Okay, so short of them bringing back and making a new Bioshock and having it being this groundbreaking everything everybody wanted from it, I agree. PlayStation has a complete lock of the horror genre. You, you, you consider Bioshock a horror game? I do. Interesting. What... Google it. What what is it classified under? Action adventure, first person shooter, yeah, I, best game story of all time, full I of guess. political allegories and maybe I'm just only remembering key parts of it. And you're a wee lad. Yeah, I need to go back and play Bioshock again then. But then, if I'm wrong on that point, yes, I would agree. Sony completely has the horror, just 100% locked down. The mainstream horror, let me, because I yeah. already hear people screaming at their laptops. You, you're still going to get your Outlasts and your stuff like that, but your big two, your Resident Evil, and your uh, Silent Hill? Hold on. That's Team Sony. 
it wasn't what just came out on that was an Xbox exclusive that was hard that I was supposed to play. Dying Light? Not an Xbox exclusive, but yeah. Okay, Dying... never mind. Never mind then. Because that would be the only other thing horror wise that I was um thinking of. That, yeah, that I was thinking of. Uh yeah, I think it's a great purchase. The Silent Hill pickup along with um what was the other one that you just mentioned? Castlevania, Silent and Hill, Metal and then Metal Gear would be perfect things that are 100% Sony related. I would be upset about Castlevania because I think they have, I haven't seen a lot from Castlevania lately, especially outside of the side scroller thing, but they have a great IP there that because of the Netflix series, I fell in love with. Like that was a great Netflix series and really got me interested in the game itself. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, there's nothing really recent and there's definitely nothing recent on an Xbox. You know, so hold on. This is not a Bobby Quick original. This is, again, uh, Kyle Moriarty, big fan of his work. He said this one time mm-hmm. and after he said it, I can't think of it any other way. Bloodborne is a modern Castlevania game. Uh, yeah. Again. Can't play Bloodborne because yeah, I mean of, you can, but yeah, it's just at the point. Whatever. Buy, yeah. buy a PlayStation. We discussed me Man. not buying PlayStation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I completely get that. I I think them getting Castlevania. And how would you feel if they turn no, I wouldn't want that. Turned what? If they gave Castlevania to FromSoft and they made I Halloween. would love that. <laughs> like instead of they scrap Bloodborne. And then they just let the like team like the teams from FromSoft and who did they buy to revamp um, Blue Point? Yeah, Blue Point have Blue Point redo Castlevania games but make it Bloodborne esque. That and would be that phenomenal. Same of difficulty that I could see them doing really well. But Metal Gear, great, uh, great pickup for Sony. Same thing with Silent Hill. But my next, what do you think? It, what do you think it costs? Because I have a number, and I have a a number based on gross amount of product uh gross amount generated by each property per year since its last big game what do you think it would cost sony to buy just wholesale these are ours now those three ip in particular based on nothing but my own what i would spend on them i would give you somewhere between five and seven billion per ip oh see you you are i think that would be a deal that i don't think konami could say no to but i think would overextend sony i think if sony goes to konami and says hey pal listen you're in some rough waters here Mm -hmm. what if tomorrow you woke up and instead of these three properties in your safe you just had two and a half billion you think for all of them and you just didn't ask any questions clean I don't think I think I don't think we can play in the low, high millions anymore. I think just because of how acquisitions are going and things like that, I think we're we're already playing in the billions, but I think we're barely there because these are so dormant and dormant franchises. You know what I'm I, saying? I think I just have sticker shock because of all of the like ridiculously large ones recently. Because like if you think about it, what was it five years ago? Bethesda went for seven billion. For the entire library. Was, yeah, I think three, I think you're right. Years ago. I think that makes more sense to me. I'm gonna restate mine to somewhere between two and five billion, where they could overpay 
and say like, here's five billion, just shut up and take it. Yep, Matt, your second pick. Uh, we're gonna have a Nintendo purchase. <laughs> I know, but my next two are actually Nintendo purchases, and you're really gonna hate the last one because it's gonna be games that you have absolutely no interest in. Papa John's. Uh, no. Uh, but this is gonna be Nintendo buying Super Giant, and the reason I want Super Giant is because Nintendo currently has zero games to my knowledge that require any level of difficulty in the Nintendo brand. They have no games that aren't just like you can get through them and I understand that that is their draw. Metroid. I would say Metroid but even that's take it or leave it. Yeah. The reason I want Super Dry is because it gives Nintendo a nice switch friendly difficulty level where you could have roguelikes and you can have them develop and get harder and different based on how you want to progress through the game and what internal difficulty levels you want to put on it and i think we see this a lot in the nintendo community that the games are fairly easy and people that have played them for the last 20 years like us get through them fairly quickly and then the main draw to all of these Nintendo games on like YouTube, Twitch, um, and all of the streaming and like entertainment value comes out of them in putting self-imposed rules onto the game to make them harder. Mm-hmm. Whether it be speed runs or Nuzlocks and Pokemon or different challenges within IPs. And I think that's where you get the continuous draw to Nintendo from and how their games get their longevity. And I think roguelikes lend perfect to that and would not require a large investment on Nintendo's behalf to get something like Supergiant. I'll split the difference with you because I don't think Nintendo is historically in the business of buying developers. What I do think, though, and what I would love to see, especially considering the uh, Mario XCOM game with Ubisoft, Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Give me a Supergiant X Nintendo Metroid dungeon crawler. Agreed. Roguelike, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm all over that. Agreed. That I would see a lot more than an outright purchase by Nintendo. Only because, can you name anything Nintendo's ever bought? Uh, that aren't directly things that have almost been grown by Nintendo? No. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's my point. However, this is a acquisition episode bobby (laughs) yeah but we're we're trying to ground it here matthew roger but but yes i see way more of an exclusivity contract or giving certain ips to super giant than i do an actual acquisition but for the purposes of this episode if it's either don't work with them or acquisition i'm going acquisition because i think they have a lot to offer specifically the Nintendo Switch, and Nintendo itself. And just like you're saying, I think a roguelike Metroid game would be, be cool as hell. It'd be cool as hell. Absolutely You get ridiculous. different power-ups in different orders each run. Like, Yep. Endless, endless fun. It was almost as if Metroid Dread was a good game. Almost. <laughs> my, number new, my number two pick, and I had a couple I could toss around here. 
Mm-hmm. Nintendo buying Papa John's was definitely. Oh, <laughs> we're switching it now. No. But, and stick with me here. If we're playing in the realm of it could happen, maybe one day, I would love to see Sony go and buy Take Two. Realistically, what do you give this out of 10? Two and a half. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, because I was going to give you like a one or two just because they just made it, had an acquisition of themselves. I, I believe they plan to be very independent for a good amount of time. Then let me take this one step further because that is the, the thing I would love to see. And that would just be, uh, that would be the last purchase Sony makes for a long time because Take Two, just by the fact that they own Grand Theft Auto and the sports games, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a hefty ask. Yeah. I would love to see, though, even though Take-Two is publishing his new game, or at least it's highly speculated that, I would love to see Sony buy Ken Levine's studio, Ghost Story Games. You know who Ken Levine is, Matt? I'm going to Google it just to... Don't. Ken Levine is a creative director behind Bioshock and Bioshock. Ah, oh, you bastard. No. No. I won't and allow it. I'll not have that on this shit podcast ken levine is so good at what he does the man has really only made like those are his biggest two games and they're regarded as like the two of the best games of all time i'm less hot on bioshock infinite only because it came out like a week after the last of us when it first dropped yeah and i was so engrossed in the last of us that i i need to go back to infinite at some point but um the first bioshock is i think in the top five games of all time that's fair like ever just the story alone is so well done like you people talk about like settings as a character rapture is probably my favorite place in video games because it is just so imaginative and so just dripping with atmosphere and motif that i I can't wait to see what ken levine does with his new game and i think it should be a sony exclusive because they know how to do big budget story based games and work with auteurs like Ken Levine. So there's there's my second pick, and I think that costs. I think that costs more than Metal Gear, and uh, all three of them combined. I think I think I think if Sony walked up and knocked on Ken Levine's door and said, "Hey, Kenny, we're just in the neighborhood with this big old check for five billion dollars." Come work with us. And nobody else. And nobody else. I think Ken Levine, because he's such a notorious, like, the, the aside from the money, like, you got to think of the culture fit as well. And I know I, like, poo-poo all the time. Like, oh, culture. Like, but if I'm a Ken Levine, I want to be working next to or in the same sphere as someone like a Neil Druckmann, as someone like a Corey Barlog, where I'm just sitting there. And I have and I have the trust in me and my creative process where it's like, shut the fuck up, leave me alone. When it's done, it's done, and it's gonna make you all a lot of money. See you see you soon. And Sony is that kind of company. So I think it would be a good purchase for Sony. I agree. However, I think the feasibility of them purchasing it is very low, if not zero. 
I think them getting an exclusive that is outside of Bioshock. It would need to be a completely independent game, but exclusively made for Sony. I think they would be able to do. And I think that would also His new game isn't a Bioshock. It is a Ken Levine joint, right? It's in development already. I don't think he's going to... I don't think it'll go exclusive now. I don't know. I feel like that's happened in the past. But anyway, that's my second pick. It's a great pick. Sony, make it happen. Get Ken Levine on the line. I would love it. I see it as highly unlikely. But we'll see what happens. Matt, your final pick. My final pick is Intelligent Games, and it's another Nintendo purchase. Okay. So if you're not familiar, viewers, Intelligent Games, for the most part, has been on three main IPs, Metroid, very early Metroid. We're talking the NES and the Super NES. Fire Emblem. SNES. Yeah. what I say? Super NES. That's what the S stands for. The S stands for... (laughs) You dick. (laughs) (laughs) Metroid, Fire Emblem, and Paper Mario. Oh, God. There's there's the the real hidden gem. Have you ever played Paper Mario? Uh, the one on Wii, and it just wasn't for me. Because I will say right now that either the first or second, leaning towards the um, Thousand Year Door, which I believe was on GameCube, is on my top five games of all time. It is an absolute masterpiece, and I will not have you discuss it in any other way, shape, or form. Uh, Another game that is on my top, probably five or ten it's probably closer to like six seven is fire emblem three houses and no no no. nintendo needs to lock down fire emblem and they already had a whole legal scandal with sony regarding fire emblem because they had made um one of the original creators of fire emblem left the company left intelligent games went to sony and made emblem warriors and it was the exact same game i love that and nintendo sued sony and they won over uh for damages and things like that it legitimately the same game same art style it was i you could have superimposed one of them onto the other one and been like oh yeah this is that one low-key i feel like people sleep on what a litigious company nintendo is they're like family fun and mario but sony will come for your entire family and destroy your bloodline if you cross them (laughs) it was like without anyone (laughs) skipping a beat had he gone to anywhere but sony this man probably would have been in prison (laughs) like he would have been screwed um but they did eventually they weren't able to can the game they did force them to change the title to something that was less and received monetary value per game sales. So they, it was did, like, they did put that man in the poorhouse for the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, okay. and he, he wasn't allowed to make any games like that ever again because Sony was just watching. Like <laughs> they, they just have someone out, or my, Nintendo was just watching, and they have someone outside this man's house. But, type, types in the word emblem, immediate red dot sign <laughs> appears through window. <laughs> I was literally looking this up on YouTube like a week and a half ago, and I was like, 
yo, Nintendo went after this man. Nintendo goes after people all the time, and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, isn't, isn't the Mushroom Kingdom such a fun place to live? No. No, no it's not. No. It's paved but, in blood. Let me tell you something. The basement of Peach's Castle is a gulag, and no one can convince me otherwise. I've seen it in 64. However, <laughs> they have been trying to get Fire Emblem to be a more mainstream game for the last 10 years. And they haven't done a good job of it by just adding characters to Super Smash Brothers because they're all the same character. And everyone and hates them. Yes. And if we get a single more, what? a <clears throat> single additional sword character in whatever the next iteration of Super Smash Brothers is, I'm going to be furious because it just shouldn't exist. Stop making them. Just do reskins or something and you could pick between them. SpongeBob for Smash. Um, I would love SpongeBob for Smash. But I think they just need to lock this down. They need to revamp um, Paper Mario because I believe the last one that Intelligent... Um, origami King, the king of origami. No. So also, I misspoke. It was Intelligent Systems, not Intelligent Games. It, the last one he worked on was Sticker Smash, which was... Isn't that the one that everyone like hates the most? Uh, it was the one that started the hate. Ah, because since then they added some type of new gimmick to the game to keep it fresh and new and now we have origami king um which i looked at it there's no way in hell i'm gonna do that for every combat their combat system is trash but they could reinvigorate paper mario because it was an amazing game fire emblem sells just destructive numbers everywhere outside of the u.s because of how good it is and it's with three houses, it is starting to become more mainstream and the work that they put in on Smash with familiarizing everybody with the characters, it is getting better. And then the original the original Metroid having that developer back in house seems like a good idea just on face value of what Metroid has turned into. Can't argue with it. I don't think they need to pay a lot for it. I think they could do one to two billion and get this developer easy. Uh, the only caveat that I have to this is looking through a list of intelligent systems games. Uh, they have not made looks like anything for anyone but Nintendo. So why would Nintendo actually buy them? There is no reason. Because they're already getting the product. Yeah. Fair. So... That, that, that was probably your most grounded one yet. Can I give you now my least grounded one? Yes, please. But the one that I think would break the world. Sony so, buys Microsoft. Oh my God. Listen to me. Listen, if I if we woke up tomorrow and, and Sony and, Microsoft and the headline was handshaked. <laughs> and the headline was uh Jim Ryan is now Phil Spencer's boss. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that that is the only proof I would ever want that we're living in a simulation. Because that's fair. We're clearly living in a fucking bizarre world if that happens. And also, if that was ever allowed to happen, oh my that is the definition of a monopoly. That would that would uh, make me so happy. But anyway. It'd be funny. No, my real thing that I think would break the world and break mm -hmm. the bank, I think if Sony did this, which I think, based on their market cap, based on... I, I think Sony doesn't have much more time if they're going to do something like this because 
they're back on the upswing. But I think if Sony pinched all their pennies. But yeah, explain to me why it's going to buy Capcom because you've been on this. So, okay, here is my my theory of why Sony buying Capcom actually makes the most sense. Because Sony owns, I would want to say in its entirety or a majority stake in Evo, the pro games, uh, fighting games tournament. Mm-hmm. Do you know what one of the top headliners at Evo is, Matt? Is it Street Fighter? It's Street Fighter. And you know who makes Street probably, Fighter? Yeah, Capcom. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Uh, not to mention Resident Evil, not to mention Devil May Cry, not to mention... I'm trying to think what else is like a big Capcom thing. But those are like the three that I would say really... Mega Man. A med- Duh, thank you, Mega Man. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're 100% right. Guys, can you imagine if Sony bought Capcom and then we were like, the lights go down at the Sony press conference, Naughty Dog logo flashes. <laughs> and it's a mega, but it's a gritty Last of Us Mega Man. Like, like Mega Man's chain smoking. Me- Me- the dog. Mega- you just see him burying the dog. Do- Dr. Wily kills Mega Man's like, family and goes on this blood-laden revenge quest no i i think for for (laughs) for evo alone i think it would cost a a lot of money i think we're thinking double digit billions i think sony could do it but i think if sony did it they would not be able to buy anything else for quite a long time yeah i mean here's the only again and this is what we're running into as we see all of as we try to predict these um acquisitions and how most of them make sense and why it's so easy to find ones that make sense does capcom do anything with microsoft Mm, yes dead rising they did with microsoft dead rising was a xbox exclusive when it first launched yeah other than that i can't think of anything there was that other dragon game that they were gonna do but they immediately canceled does capcom also do monster hunter yeah, oh my god, how did I forget about that? The yes. number one game of their portfolio. Yeah, because I was also, when we were doing the screenwriting for this, I also had Capcom on my list to get purchased by Microsoft to mm-hmm. take these things away from Sony. Get them out of here. Get them out of here, Matt. It won't work. And it just, Capcom as like a culture. Are you what saying are Capcom? Because that bothers Capcom. me. Sorry, Capcom? Yeah, it's an O, not a U. That's a different company. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. There's no way that Microsoft buys this over Sony because it's a Japanese video game publisher. Sony's going to have first dibs easily. I don't know. And they they work with each other on way more projects. And all of their games lend more to sony's fan base agreed i would love to see this happen but i wouldn't mind this one i would love to see this happen i think it would break a lot of people not myself however let us know what you want to see get purchased in the comments below leave us a nice review five stars on apple music and spotify join us follow us on tiktok be sure to tell me all of the lovely comments that you people leave me on uh, the TikTok feed there. Would love to fight with you some more. What else do we got? We got an Instagram. We've got we've got a mailing list, which is just a handwritten letter every month from me uh, to Honestly, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the commitment. 
if you subscribe to our channel between May 1st and May 31st, I will write you a handwritten letter. In his own blood to show yes. us. <laughs> no, not in my own blood. I will write you a handwritten letter, PDF it, and then email it to you and ask for your address, and I will send you a personally autographed maybe Funko are, Pop. Are you, you going to are you gonna do a, uh, a wax stamp, like a 1500s uh, privateer? Yes. I thought that was just, yeah, I thought that was implied. Oh, okay. It's going to have our logo on it. Okay. I'm having it. Yeah, I had it commissioned already. Good. Wonderful. Yeah. But until Thank next you. time, <laughs> this is your Uncle Bobby sign it off. Stop doing that. <laughs> Damn it. Never. <sighs> Happy gaming, everybody. This is your actual Uncle Matt. I hate you, Bobby.